Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Hello, everyone. Tapes and Scowls. Ooh, both. You get both. Not Here. just one. No. We tape you up until you're scowling. That's right. We don't just mean mug you and let you go. No. You're going to be scowling when you're done listening to this episode. I Easily. guarantee it. Easily. Yeah. Totally. Taping it up. Yeah. We're going to tape you up, and then we're going to scowl you. Scowl you hard. Yeah. I think that's fair. Normally, there's a cape involved, but... Uh, yeah, oh. but we're not playing it. It's like a party game with the cape. Yeah, it's 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 nice with the cape. Here, it's, yeah. it's no, it's it's adhesive. It's sticky. It's nasty. You don't want it. Right. And you're stuck. Face it. It's sticky till it becomes wet. Right. Exactly. It's a hundred one episodes. You're stuck with us. That's right. You're, why would you leave now? Yeah, that's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. We love you. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Max, I'm you you look well. I am well. Yes, you're looking very well. Uh podcasting is fun, right? I like podcasting when yeah. you're involved. Aw, thanks, bud. You're welcome. Suck it, Dan. Um <laughs> He's like, that's not what <laughs> Hi, I Hi Dan. Hi Dan. Haven't picked on Dan in a while. I know, I know. He's uh he hasn't I haven't gotten any angry texts in a while. When I'm on them like and I forget because <laughs> right. you know, of behind the veil we tend to record these, you know what I mean, in cl- in clumps, I guess. Clusters. Yeah, for sure. Glumps. Glumps. Shout out to if Paul. You will. Um Glump. Yeah. And <laughs> So I like will like it'll be like random Monday afternoon and be like oh thanks a lot for that and I'm like what the hell hack oh shit I must have said something real dumb <laughs> Dan knows us he does he knows how dumb we are oh he does yeah yep movies movies let's talk about a movie this is a movie that would have been better if Dan was in it mm. confirmed Dan is pretty good when he's in stuff <laughs> yep and uh, if if he was in there and you were hitting him in the junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would have been a better movie. You ready to hear about a really bad movie? Sure. I'm starting us off strong with a very bad movie. Please do. Cats. Oh, boy. I, t- I told you it was coming. Now it's here. It's here. Me out. I watched Cats. It's from 2019. It is. I watched it on January 24th of this year. Mm. It's an hour 50 minutes. Yep. So long. Very long. Very long. <laughs> Comedy? Mm-mm. Drama? Mm-mm. Family? Please don't. Directed by Tom Hooper. Which is insane to think about, by the it, way. It sure is. Uh, starring Taylor Swift, James Corden, and Judy Dench. Oh, yeah. And the a bunch cast of other is people. ridiculous uh-huh. for this film. Yep. Your IMDb summary. A tribe of cats called the Jellicles must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy, the heaven side lair, heavy side lair, who gives a shit, and come back a new Jellicle life. Mm. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, my bullet point. It's just so bad. I cannot convey to you how bad this is. You hear everybody shitting on this movie. It is for good reason. It's, and it's, it's interesting. It's like a multi-layered poop. It is. Because the story and the premise of the musical Cats is absurd. Yeah. Like, it's bizarre and it's out there. But it works as a if, musical. If you're into it and that's your thing, cool. But mm-hmm. you got problems here when it, you know what I mean, the way they've converted it over. And then you have, on top of that, the really bizarre visuals that Hooper decided to go with. Yeah. And that's a huge problem. Yeah. It's just layered poopy. <laughs> poop. Why would you poop on my poop? Well, it's now layered. it's layered. Yeah. It's like poopception. It's like a weird lasagna dish. Uh, mm. Tom Ew. Hooper has done better. Uh, he's... I pretty can't. sure his non-layered poops came out better. <laughs> yes, he's done better. Uh, I wrote this terribly. 
He has done better adaptations of musicals like Les Mis. Yes. Uh, the CGI is rough, and I'm glad somebody made this to show how poorly the CGI just is. Just like it's so incredibly terrible. I don't know if you heard about this, or maybe you have and don't remember, but when the the actual because they don't deliver film anymore, reels of film, they deliver just discs, and that's how the projection work now. Uh, some of the actual deliverables were wrong versions like unfinished oh, visual wow. versions of the film so for the first couple weeks in certain places you could see a raw like unactually legitimately non-rendered version of the terrible cg which i would love to see because i think it'd be even funnier at least then there's some charm to it i don't know though but i don't want to watch the. i watched the first 20 minutes of this film and it's just like which is one song yeah Pretty much. Where they just take a shot every time they say Jellicle. Yeah. Good luck. Yep. The decision to leave human hands and noses on the cast was the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. That is really what it is. If they had, like, you look at the the getup for the 88, was it? Where they did a, a theatrical version of the actual uh, musical. It looks fine because they have cat faces. Mm-hmm. They have hairy hands and paws and stuff. It doesn't look amazing, but, like, it doesn't take you out. Right. And, like... I don't think I'm. I would enjoy Cats the musical watching that old one. I don't think I'm going to do that to myself. Right. But at the same time, it's a different beast. You know, it's a different animal. Pun intended. Pun intended. So, I don't know. But uh, why Ian McKellen? Why is my next bullet point? <laughs> he can do what he wants. <sighs> Uncanny Valley the movie and wire work was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wire work in this and like scale is weird how big is this cat how small is this cat how big is the room yes it was very difficult when you hear people shit on this movie they're right and they're being nice because they should be shitting on this movie more this is horrible it took me two days to watch this i couldn't finish it that's rough and my wife watched it with me and she said do we have to finish it and i said of course we do i have to watch this for the podcast yep we have to get it we have to get through it she's like there's like an hour left i go Mm. i know (laughs) i know dear i know so to the scores imdb 2.8 generous yeah uh rotten tomato critics 20 percent out of 321 they're getting lower the audience 6,964 people 53 percent forgiving souls they are they they love musicals for some reason Uh, i gave it a one because it doesn't function as a movie it doesn't function as anything it really doesn't like (laughs) it's i think the only thing it kind of functions as is a soundtrack it's like oh yeah every now and then somebody will sing a song and it's like well they sang it good yeah this is a movie nicely yeah exactly Uh, and my wife gave it a 1.5 so generous that should tell you she is very generous Oof. but not to me what you got fool uh you know i got some i got some movie 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 based on something else in Ooh. this case it's a tv show oh a musical. airwolf no dang 1992 though okay Twin Peaks, Fire ah. Walk With Me. Ah, Twin Peaks. I, lo- I find it so fascinating that Twin Peaks has had this reinvigoration. Uh, since it came to streaming, once yeah. it hit streaming. I had never seen it before. And I had I've, only seen bits of it in the I've past. I've watched, I don't want to say all of David Lynch's work, but I'm pretty confident I've watched at least 90% of his actual work. And I was like, Twin Peaks is a huge, now that I've watched Twin Peaks, mm-hmm. I was like, that's a huge gap for me. Like, I've watched Inland Empire, which is like four hours long. It's like, mm-hmm. why the hell aren't I watching Twin Peaks? Sure. So it came to streaming, and I I was like, all right, I'm going to finally sit down and I'm going to unpack what Twin Peaks is. And I will, again, if you want to hit Tim up on Twitter, yep. the mad underscore dog underscore Tim, he will, if you 
harass him enough, I will do a mini-sode for Twin Peaks in ge- at all, if you would like. Ooh. I will talk about all of it, because I have watched now all of it. Nice. I'm here to, to talk about, just specifically, Fire Walk With Me. I watched this in August of 2020. It is two hours and 15 minutes long. Okay. It is a drama, directed by David Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, starring Cheryl Lee, Kyle MacLachlan, Ray Wise, all the people from the TV show. Oh my goodness, ah, Ray, Ray Wise. Wise. So good. So Always. good. Always. <laughs> um, um, pretty much everybody from the TV show comes back minus one character. Mm-hmm. Um, so this film came out after the first season of Twin Peaks, and people were like, "Oh, we want to, we want to know what's going to happen." And everybody thought that this was going to be a continuation of the first season of Twin Peaks. This is not interesting a continuation of the first season of Twin Peaks. This is what happened before Twin Peaks started. This is a oh, prequel. That's cool. that's cool. So it was very poorly received at the time because people it was not what people wanted. Sure. They wanted to know what happened with Laura Palmer. They wanted answers. And David Lynch loves not giving answers. <laughs> it is his favorite thing in the world. And I don't blame him because it makes you think more. Right. So it's pretty neat to see. And I was surprised to see that, because you know what happens to Laura. Like, you kind of unpack, you know, here's the timeline of what happened. You don't know who's done it, what, who's responsible for the, you know, what method was, you know, what she was, you get an idea of what she was involved in and the general timeline of what happened. So you just are kind of going over information that's been regurgitated in the first season. And I was just kind of like, this is a weird choice, but it's David Lynch. I know I'm in good hands. Mm -hmm. I, I gotta tell you, even though I knew it was coming, it almost made it worse. Hmm. Lynch like kind of had a little bit of a master class here on how to make you like he built dread because you know what's going to happen and how it all plays out. And you just kind of watch this tragedy unfold. Right. Um, it's very hearkened very much to Chernobyl for me. Okay. Whereas watching is just like. Like, just my mouth hanging open. I did not enjoy Chernobyl. It's probably for that reason. It wrecked me. Mm. It was hard to watch. And you know I love watching some questionable bullshit. Yes, you do. And it was hard to watch Chernobyl, hard to, for the similar reasons, hard to watch Twin Peaks, because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know the deal. Mm. And it's just like, this is gut-wrenching. Like, and you just, and like, the way Lynch plays, it's like, it's going to be worse than you think. And he just, you know, and he like, he needles at you and needles. He's like, this is going to be so bad. And you're just like, no, stop, David lynch and he's just no i'm not i'm here with a needle i'm poking you it's gonna be so bad and it's just like oh my god it's really brutal i was really surprised that we were getting the sequel then i was shocked and made to feel <laughs> deeply sad numerous times is what i wrote at the time uh the information is not as important as the details and i think that's a good way to good way to put it go me yeah uh, this really makes you feel because the point of Twin Peaks, from Lynch's perspective, is that we don't need, like, your crime shows are one episode, right? Like, and they were at that time. Like, procedural's done. Like, Columbo comes in, somebody's dead, he solves the case. That's Just it. one more thing. Yeah, Coljack comes in, he takes the lollipop, and he keeps going, right? Yep. Like, that's how it all works. And he was just like, this is horrible. One person dying is horrible. And he really makes you realize that it is horrible. There's yeah. no joke. It's fucking wretched that you have to deal with this. And Laura Palmer was a... She's not a real person, but you know I mean, in the context of the show, she is a person, and you have to go over the details of what happened to her and how awful it was. Right. Just standing there with that needle. It's really good, really interesting, and I wasn't expecting it, but it is really, really cool. Nice. IMDb, 7.3 out of 10. 
Not good. too bad. Yeah, it's good. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics, 75 critics went back and gave this a 64%. All right. Uh, audience, 25,000 plus, <gasps> gave this a 78%. Okay. I am coming in pretty much in the middle up towards the higher end with IMDb and the audience at a 7.5 out of 10. That sounds pretty definitive to me. Yeah. Not David Lynch is not my favorite David Lynch film, but it is super effective at what it's, it's doing. It's Crash, right? It's, it's not, not him. David Cronenberg. <laughs> I, I know. I keep doing that. You do. David Lynch's Crash. <laughs> I'd like to see it. I would not. As scary enough when Cronenberg did sure. it. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got a movie. Mm. I got a movie. Hey, hey, hi, Rich. Rich tells me that he likes uh, looking at the thumbnails and trying to guess all the movies. Oh, nice. Uh, Rich, you earned yourself a shout out because you actually knew Cashback. Wow. And you also hated it as much as I did. That's awesome. I'm shocked that you figured that out. So, hey, buddy, you've earned 65 max bucks. Uh, you can trade them in for head pats. Damn, uh, that's more max bucks than I have. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Damn. You you have that timeshare, though. I do. That cost me a lot. It did. It's rough. I got to get that whole lawyer thing worked yeah, out. It's not good. No, it's no. a problem. Well, anyway. Let's talk about a thing that's not a problem. I'm going to talk about an anime-adjacent movie. What Ooh. does that mean? That means it's the live-action version uh, of an anime, which uh, is polarizing. Uh, yes. Some people will like it. Some people won't like it. Mm -hmm. I'm, of course, talking about Roroni Kenshin. Part one, Origins. Okay. Also known as Meiji Kenakaku Roman Tan. I liked the uh, the anime for this. Yes, it's a very good story. Your basic story of Roroni Kenshin is he used to be this mass killer for the government, and he doesn't want to be that anymore. He, he wants to just live a life of peace. He has a reverse sword, a reverse blade sword that... When he fights people, he will not actually hurt them, and he's the one who's going to get hurt yeah. fighting these people, essentially. Uh, there are currently three of these movies. Wow. All three will show up on this podcast. Oh, boy. Um, there is two more that are in production, that are pretty much done production, oh, neat. but they're delayed because of the pandemic. Of course. And those two will end the whole series. Oh, wow. Now, I liked this anime, but I don't remember it super well. And I talked a little bit with Cliff, and Cliff's like, why is that guy the villain? Why is this? Why that? And I'm like, well, they kind of merged a couple people, which I know people don't like. Yes. But overall, I think they present a pretty good story here. Cool. So, this first, the first one is from 2012. I watched it on January 28th this year. It's two hours, 14 minutes. Okay. It's action drama history. It's also anime. Yeah. Directed by Keishi Otamo, mm -hmm. starring Takaru Sato, Emi Takai, and Yu Aoi. Aoi? Aoi. 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 I don't know. Uh, I knew that one was going to give me problems. It's okay. IMDb summary, a former assassin who has resolved to never kill again has his vow sorely tested. Hmm. So I've already told you there are five total live action movies. Yes. Uh, I vaguely recall. I already told you that. I'm still good at getting my bullet points out of the way before I read them. It's funny because they're what kind of sticks in your head. And even for Twin Peaks, when I was just doing it, I want to make sure I didn't miss anything if there's a discussion point I hit. But it's like, mm -hmm. no, I hit it all. Well, you're the man. We know. We know what it, we know what we like. Yep. And we know what we have umbrage with. Umbridge. Umbridge. I don't have a lot of umbridge with this movie. I Good. Bet, I bet Cliff does. But anyways, uh, the live action version of the reverse sword blade, to see somebody fighting like that is awesome because mm. he's knocking people down. People are getting beat up. He's fighting like tons of men. And but like everybody's alive. They're just groaning in massive amounts of pain. Right. He's slowly getting cut up from people pushing the sword back into him. Right. Because you see a lot of that like you're using weight to leverage yourself or you can use a hand to steady your blade. He can't. He he's, can't. No, he's I mean, he can. He but, can at a price. Yep. And that is uh, definitely a huge part of this. Yeah. 
Um, some goon characters are kind of like mixes of several from the manga and anime versions. I love not knowing which villain was the toughest. Oh, that's cool. So there's a bunch walking around. This has a lot of political intrigue, and it is fairly accurate to the history at the time. So you're kind of in this era where guns are starting to, to happen. Right. But this is like the end of the samurai yes. as a traditional mm-hmm. samurai. Um, there's certain characters that have moved on and have joined the army uh, that were like kind of his his e- near equal yeah. peers, you know, and they're like, well, I became a police officer. They still have the sword. Yeah. Um, this movie is just super good, man. It's that's really, cool. really fun to watch. It's a little long. The production's a little meh. It actually gets so much better every subsequent movie. Oh, wow. Like the the third one. Yeah. Like it started making money, so it's like, we can throw more into it. We can it. put some money into yeah. this. Yeah. And it just looks so good. Because like the early one kind of looked like like a bad soap opera. Sure. You know how it just, I don't, you would know, I don't know, how like the, the picture just looks not quite correct. I don't sure. know what it is. It's not finished. It's right. not polished. I don't it makes know. sense, yeah. So it, it felt a lot like that, but it just got so good as the movies kept pouring out. That's cool. I felt like it had a million endings, though. That is my one complaint, where sure. it's like, you, you got to the end, you dealt with the, the circumstances, and then it's like, all right, let's see, what what does this person do? What does this person do? What's anime person adjacent? Do? So yeah. you get, we don't know how to quite interpret the anime that ended really strangely, but we wanted to keep going, so we're going to try to position this in here somehow, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, it's cool because you see like those giant anime swords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In live action. They're so big. Oh, the Samurai X and everything's had mm-hmm. the biggest big swords. Well, they make their way to your live action heart mm-hmm. in this one, and it is so good. Um, the fights are amazing. It's just, can you piece together a coherent story in between? Because sure. you know the fights are going to be good. And the fights get even crazier as the series goes on. That's awesome. So I think if you like Rur- Roroni Kenshin, you should check it out. That's sure. cool. So, IMDB, they gave it a 7.5. Okay. Rotten Tomato Critics did not rate it. Okay, that sounds right. The audience, 1,000 plus, 84%. Oh, wow. I gave it a 6.5. And I got a bonus rating, because I watched it with Kevin Michael. Nice. He gave it a 6.0. Okay. So, serviceable movie. They definitely do get a little better in some ways, and, and they still have their issues. But overall, I think it's a cool series. So, if you minimally check this one out. And they do follow a storyline. So, watching them in order is kind of important. Right. Sure. So, yeah. Awesome. Samurai. Tim, yes. when you were in high school, did you have to do summer reading? Yes. So, I went to three different high schools. Oh, man. That's a lot of reading. I didn't have summer reading at two of those high schools. Oh, okay. Just the high school I graduated from. Okay. So, one, uh, so I only had to do two semesters of, or two years of uh, summer reading. It's pretty hard going to three high schools all at once. <sighs> it's a lot. It's a lot of high schools. <laughs> my, you'd figure my legs would be a little bit bigger from running all that way. Well, that was a long time ago. It was. You've gotten soft. I am a soft man. And lazy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. I don't go to any high schools now. No. We should. Just walk in. We'll get tackled so quick. I don't want to go in there while them kids not wearing their masks. Oh, that's Disgusting true. little... Ugh. Little boogers. Yeah, little booger kids. Um, One of the only... I guess only summer reading books I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, The one I probably enjoyed the most was Native Son. Okay. And they made it into a film nice. in 2019. So they modernized it. This was written originally in the 30s or 40s, I want to say. Okay. So pretty early on. And I watched this in August. It's one hour and 44 minutes. It's a drama. I watched it on HBO Max, I think. Okay. Uh, directed by Rashid Johnson, starring Kiki Lane, Nick Robinson, and Ashton Sanders. The summary is a young African-American living in Chicago enters into a seductive new world of money and power after he's hired as a chauffeur for an affluent businessman. Nice. So pretty cool. So the 
movie is based on the book, and it generally, the way they've attempted to treat this, because it's a film and it's coming in at not a super long hour and 44 minutes, Mm -hmm. they decided to take about the first, a little more than half of the book and adapt just that portion and kind of just end it there. And not really go into like the second. The second half deals a lot in communism specifically because oh. the author was black at a time it was bad to be black. Sure. And he was a communist at a time it was bad to be a communist. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was uh, a double kind of, you know, not great place to be for him. And it was cool that he wrote this. And uh, it's a really powerful book. You can tell it was really a personal story for him. And the movie is like, okay, a lot of, sadly, a lot of the first half of the book hasn't really changed a whole heck of a lot, for yeah. especially for for like inner city Chicago. Right. It's like, ooh, like that's kind of a, that was my first initial was kind of like, oh damn, like this is all still very applicable. Right. But it's cool. They did like a lot of uh, modernizing of music and things like that. So uh, the punk band Death is in there on the soundtrack, which nice. is really cool. And there's a point in there where he wants to buy an original pressing of their one of their uh, records and he can't afford it. And then after he gets the job, he gets it as like a bonus gift kind of thing from the daughter of the family who's like, what is she into? We're not really sure what she's trying to do with this guy, but he's, like just kind of the driver for the family so he has to drive her around and it's like Hmm. what's going on here it's uh it's really a powerful effort but i think it kind of because it only covers the beginning you kind of lose some of the other stuff so it gets heavier much heavier into the communism portion of things Mm -hmm. in the latter half of the book so it's a harder one to kind of sell but i think they could have done something to adapt it or i'd love to see that they were gonna like they plan to do a second part sure or something because it's kind of this really really negative thing that they try to use and spin and politicize. And I think there's a lot of things that are in common. You just have to be creative to kind of tie it together. Would you have watched this if this was a three hour movie? Probably. Yeah. Just because I liked the book so much. I don't sure. think the average viewer is going to look right. at that runtime then go, well, sign me up for that one. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't think the average person's heard of this book, but it's, if you're looking for a novel to read, it's a really good read for sure. I know I don't make too many book recommendations on yeah. the movie podcast, but it is, uh, it is good to watch. I think the modern uptake works. It's like really sad that the themes are still there. Like it was really disheartening to be like, damn, no, all this tracks. Damn, that's really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's really shitty to think about that way. Um, as a film, though, the performances are cool. The music I really enjoyed. The direction is fine. And you know what I mean? Like it's it does its thing. It's not in your face. It's not flashy. It's just telling the story of Bigger Thomas, which is the important thing here. Um, so not too bad. IMDb gave it a surprisingly low 5.7 out of 10. Hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics, 50 people reviewed it to a 62%. The audience coming in a little lower than IMDb, 50 plus at 51%. Hmm. And I came in just under the critics at a 6 out of 10 on this one. So it sounds like a solid watch. It's a good watch. If you've never seen Native Son, I think part of what drags it down for me is I've read Native Son. So if you've never, if you're not familiar with Native Son, you're not familiar with anything going on with the story, give it a watch. I don't want, I've tried to spoil as little as I can about it for everybody. So uh, there's some stuff in there that might surprise you. It's worth watching. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I watched it on HBO Max because I think it was an HBO film. So you should be able to watch that. Very cool. Yeah. Worth checking out. You're worth checking out. I am, so check me out at OnlyFans. Ooh, what do you do at OnlyFans? I just hang out with a knife puppy and bleed a lot. Oh, I would I would watch that. You Why sh- am I just hearing about that now? Oh, I just, I had to make money somehow. Oh. You just keep me in this room all the time, so. Uh, I'm not out there making money. No, I didn't think you were. It's These just, lights aren't on. You just left the webcam here, so it's like, you, this actually works. It's functioning. There so, you go. That's yeah. surprising. I, yeah, it was good. Please let me out of this room. No.